Hey, welcome to this week's Brown Slots. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Pierre Holland from the Canton Repository with us. Pierre, how's it going tonight? I am doing all right. How you doing, Chris? Good. Um, interesting week for the Browns. Um, Peter was actually up there on Saturday covering the Browns finale as they dropped a close decision to the Chicago Bears. Uh, lots of things we could talk about, but we're trying to keep it short. So we're trying to kind of look at one big question I had from the game. Um, obviously, no Deshaun Watson for the first 11 games. So now your top two quarterbacks are Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs. Some controversy in Cleveland. Brissett looked okay. Not really good, but okay. And Josh Dobbs last couple weeks has had some sparks here and there. Um, you know, Stefanski has always talked about, hey, it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. But I'm seeing some people say, why not Josh Dobbs? Uh, Pierre, are you in the Brissett camp or the Dobbs camp? I love Josh. I love Joshua Dobbs. He's electrifying. He made some pretty good plays. But it's it's still Jacoby Brissett's team. They're really... They're really um, expecting him to be um, the guy to to hold down the fort until to get the whole Deshaun Watson situation taken care of and he's back from his suspension. So unless something happens or injury happens, right now it should be Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Brissett's got a little bit more experience. Um, I follow the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Dobbs never really was that. I mean, he was with the Steelers for a while, but he never played well enough to get regular snaps. Uh, Pierre, I got a an idea I wanted to throw by you. I don't know if Brissett's your franchise guy. And again, he's a backup to Deshaun Watson. But, you know, the Browns still need to do a good record. I mean, if I remember right from our talk last week, I mean, I think we were looking at Possibly seven and four or six and five by the time Deshaun gets back, and that might be a tall order for Jacoby Brissett. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Why can't we use both, uh, Peter? I mean, you know, you play Jacoby Brissett, he gets most of the snaps, but if there's a goal line thing or m- maybe a short yardage, or if you want a change of pace, maybe for driving the second quarter, Mr. Chris Pugh, are you asking me? They should run a two-quarterback system. I don't know necessarily a two-quarterback system. Like, I don't want each guy to have half the drives, but I'm thinking why not utilize the best of both? I mean, I think Brissett's probably a better passer, and I think Dobbs has got a little bit more speed. You're in a challenging position. You don't have your starting quarterback. I mean, I wouldn't suggest that all when you have Deshaun back, but it doesn't sound like you like the idea, right? (laughs) I don't know, man. you got to stick with one guy and hope for the best. If if Jacoby Brissett plays um, horribly, then sure, you want to switch things up and give it to Josh Dobbs, that and I understand. But I don't know about the whole utilizing the two just based on their skill set. Joshua Dobbs definitely deserves to get some action, but I don't know if I want to just put him out there and put him in a situation where where he might be he might not be like what we think he would be just because he performed well against a bunch of third stringers that are probably no longer on the team. 
at least with Joey Brissett, he has the starting experience. He's played against top-level teams. He's been in situations like this compared to Joshua Dobbs. So I would, I wouldn't even even think about how what the situation is outside of Jacoby Brissett. Man, I'm thinking the Browns have more bigger problems than just the quarterback situation. Right. They need to figure out who is going to be their number two. Um, the wide receivers play horribly in their final game. So many drop passes left and right. They don't know if Schwartz is the guy. They don't know um, David Bell will be healthy enough to move others. The number two, they don't, maybe they might have to tr- make some trade or some other options. They're, right now, we can't even figure out who is going to be the number two, number three outside of Amari Cooper. That's probably my biggest worries other than the quarterback situation with Jacoby Brissett or Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, and uh, it came out today, Chris Easterling of the uh, Akerbeek Journal uh, picked up a report. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, there's some talks saying he might have been a trade target for the Browns. He restructured his contract to the 49ers where um, he could still get traded. It's possible, but it's very, a lot less likely that he'll get traded with the restructured contract. Um, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll have the cuts and everything. Do you see the Browns maybe being active on the cut market, the free agent market, to pick up somebody? I mean, you're right. The number two receiver is a huge question mark. I'm wondering if they'll take advantage of maybe a receiver that gets cut over the next couple of days. That could be a possibility. Um, I'll probably look into more of the guys who are either on the bubble or to see who's out there. I mean, I heard names like um, – like, um, I'm a Dolphins fan, and I know that they're trying to shop around. Preston Williams was a 6'4", 220-big-five receiver who was not able to overcome um, the level that he hoped um, after his rookie season, after he tore his ACL. He hasn't really moved the needle, so that's probably a name to look out for. Denzel Mims, who's not happy with the Jets because he was utilized. Another big name to look at for. Um, Gary Slayton is a sleeper. I'm not going to lie to you. From the New York Giants, I heard his name's been tossed around um, in the trading block, too. So I think Gary Slayton's probably a good um, good name I think about should look out for or consider um, just to switch things up, but I think they still have high hopes for Schwartz, um, Dave Bell, and um, who's the other guy? Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, but it wouldn't hurt if they really think that they want they are still in a win-now situation. It wouldn't hurt to have another veteran right to his presence or someone who could be that number two option to switch things up a little bit if they know that they – are still capable of contending for the AFC. There must be injury concerns, but I, I keep looking at Will Fuller. And I know Deshaun's out for the first 11 games, but... Uh, I'm saying that's another good name. Yeah, but but it must be an injury concern because that, especially when Deshaun comes back, that only makes too much sense. And he, he's a tall guy. He's pretty quick. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he, he actually got top-end speed. Um, yeah, the, um, the finger injury really hurt him 
not just from a physical standpoint, but mentally. So right. I don't know where his head is at, um, but if he's ready to go, then yeah, he's available. I mean, that would definitely be another solid pickup, especially having to reunite with Deshaun Watson later down the road. Maybe he wants too much money, but you would think, not not just like with his past relationship with Deshaun Watson, but man, you know, there's other teams need receivers. I mean, I, I'm surprised he's still out there. Maybe his contract demands are too high, or well, like I think of former Brown Joe Hayden, who was most recently with the Steelers. Uh, teams want him. I mean, there was a report out there saying the Steelers approached him. There's some talks saying the Browns could approach him, and I think he want to be a starter. I think some teams are like, hey, you probably can't be a starter anymore. So, you know, it's sometimes it's some money, sometimes it's how much they want to play and everything. So, no, Will, Will Fuller, when healthy, is still a starter caliber player. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will definitely put him in the rotation. I don't even know anything either just because of, you know, that the injury really is I think he, I think he just needs like a one year option for him. I don't know if he will go for it. It's more of a proven year just to show that hey, I'm back. I definitely have a lot more to offer, and um, yeah, and I'll just think about the bag later. But right now, I need to get back on the field and show that I still got it. Yeah, I, I think that's going to help out the Browns if they can get, you know, another target for him to throw to. But, you know, as you said, some young guys, some questions at number two right now. And, you know, you've got quarterbacks that are okay. They're not super great in Brissett or Dobbs. They need some guys around them. I mean, I, I look at – I think the Browns' offense is kind of comparable to the Steelers. And I think the main difference with Steelers, they got a little more talent right now at the receivers, some some more proven guys. And I think the Browns getting another guy that is a little bit more proven can really help. Um, quarterbacks are relatively inexperienced with Brissett and Dobbs but having guys many starts as other people. So we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, by the time you hear this, the cuts will be happening and some of the moves will be happening. But I'm seeing a lot of stuff out there on NFL Twitter for Schefter and everybody. And I, I'm thinking you're going to see some movement, you know, especially this year. Definitely see some cuts that that might 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 not seem like a surprise. Pretty um, much straightforward. I'm pretty curious of how – my biggest question is how many running backs are they going to keep. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We know that Nick Chubb is a lot. We know that Jimmy Hunt is a lot. Um, Dearness Johnson. And, but then you got Jerome Ford. You got Kelly. You got Demetrius Felton, who's your Swiss Army knife, who could be a, a, who can also be your like offensive weapon, like a wide receiver, running back type player. Uh, how many are we going to keep? John Stan F. back. So. It's going to be very difficult of how they want to, how many running backs they want to keep and how they will utilize each one of them. I think now they can just definitely take advantage of that that running back core more than then just depending on the wide receiver while um, Deshaun Watson is out. That will definitely will help as well. Next week's going to be a big um, show. We'll uh, preview the Browns-Panthers game. 
which probably has the most intrigue that a Browns-Panthers game has ever had in the history of the NFL uh, because Baker Mayfield's starting. And I, I saw a report. I got to look it up um, to make sure it's accurate. But apparently the Panthers are playing the Bills, and Baker was saying it definitely is a revenge game. He, uh, Baker was just dropping some uh, quotes that probably appear on a Browns uh, message board. So we'll check out last week. It's going to be intriguing. I'll tell you, I'm, I I follow the Steelers, but I'd almost rather watch the Browns the first week of the year because I, I'm going to be fascinated to see what happens Browns against uh, Baker Mayfield. So we'll talk about that next week. It should be fun. Yeah, that's uh, definitely going to be a reality. Oh, yeah, it, it's going to be crazy. Probably the most intriguing well, I'll say it, probably one of the more intriguing week one matchups in the NFL, and you would have never thought that at the beginning of the year because the Panthers are going to be a bad team this year. So who knows? All right, well, as always, uh, thank you, Pierre. We'll talk next week, and we'll preview week one of the NFL season. Um, we've got Buckeyes content, and we're going to do a bingo show in a minute. So uh, check out all of our content here on the high one. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.